Let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome, kids. It's poetry time. Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Welcome, everyone, to Kids Poetry Club with me, Little Daddy Donuts. Queenie Chicken and I are almost back at the club after our month-long road trip. We've had so much fun together. There really is something special about travelling with friends. We've stopped at some wonderful places and met lots of amazing characters. Queenie and Chicken have been keeping a journal and it's packed full with stories about our adventures. Still, we're glad to be almost home now as we really miss the friends who aren't with us. In fact, the longer we're away, the more we talk about the fun we've had with those friends who aren't with us. Just this morning, we were giggling about the time that Queenie packed the club with friends so that she could audition them for a play she was putting on the radio last year. If you only recently joined Kids Poetry Club, you probably haven't heard the story. And so I'll tell you all about it by playing the episode on The Audition, starting with what happened when I arrived at the club, not knowing what was happening inside. And so I was a little surprised to see everything going on in there. I hope you enjoy it. much for coming. Hi, Queenie. Oh, hi, little Dazzy Donuts. How wonderful to see you here, too. Well, just take a seat with the others, please. Oh, a seat? Uh, sorry, uh, what's this for? Oh, don't worry. There will be plenty of time for questions later. Uh, for now, just take a seat as we're about to start. Excellent. <clears throat> well, as you all know, we're here for the auditions for our December radio show extravaganza. Sadly, the theater's regular December show had to be canceled this year. And so we're stepping in to do a show for everyone that will be broadcast by the local radio station. How about we start with some acting warm-up exercises? Uh, but Chicken, do you remember where I put my list of warm-up exercises? Ah, yes, here they are. Now, I'm sure that most of you have done these exercises a thousand times before, and so you don't need me to tell you how to do them. However, for those of you who are new to auditions and acting, I'll walk you through them. First, let's all stand up. Excellent! Now, let's limber up. So circle your arms around and put your hands high above your head and shrug your shoulders up and down and then roll your neck one way than the other. <sighs> oh gosh, that's harder than I expected. Let me check my warm-up list again. Oh, hang on. Those are four separate activities and you don't do them all at the same time. Whoopsies. Well, why don't we go on to the next warm-up exercise? This one is to get your mouths working. So make an exaggerated E sound. E. Let me see those mouths stretch wide. And then an exaggerated O sound with big pursed lips. 
Oh, and again. Oh, and again. Oh, perfect. Oh, yes, you're right, Chicken. It's almost time for you to each audition. But first, let's do a tongue twister to prepare you. Okay, everyone, after me. A big black bug bit a big black bear. And again, a big black bug bit a big black bear. Excellent. Okay, it's now time for you to take the script off the pile over there. Look through it and identify a character you'd like to audition for. I'll give you a few minutes to do that, and then you can each come up to the stage to audition. Uh, Little Dazzy Donuts, would you be willing to entertain the actors with a poem while they flick through the scripts? Well, perhaps something about acting or the theater? Of course I can, Queenie. In fact, I have the perfect poem right here. It's called Cast, and it's all about someone who is auditioning for a part in a play. Here, I'll read it to everyone now. I have my heart set on theatre, being cast in a play, that we'd take around cities before storming Broadway. So I auditioned for the lead, but didn't get the part. Although I was sad, I didn't take it to heart, as there were plenty of other roles fit for me. I auditioned for each, and soon came to see. I could practice my lines and think hard on each role, but within seconds of starting... I'd politely be told. Assuming what you've shown us is you at your best, you're not right for the part. Thank you. And next. In my mind, I'd be joining the cast with no doubt. But I was first cast aside, and then I was cast out. That was perfect. Thank you, little Dazzy Donuts. Okay, everyone, we're ready to start the auditions now. I think we'll take actors in the order you arrived. So who's up first? <coughs> Shasta, my friend. Come up onto the stage. Thank you for sharing your talents with us today. Now, which part would you like to audition for? <coughs> the tortoise. Excellent. I really feel like the depth of that part will play to your strengths as a method actor. Okay, then, just stand center stage. Chicken, can you point the spotlight on Shasta, please? <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, then, Shasta, we're ready for you. Just show us your tortoise, and I'll let you know when we've seen enough. Let me count you in. And in a three, two, one, action! And cut. Oh, my gosh, that was so moving, Shasta. Thank you. Chicken, what did you think? <laughs> I agree completely. Shasta, you displayed such rich emotion. Well, I could see the history of the character and every small movement of your body, and the way you slowly chomped on that cabbage leaf was pure poetry. It's like you were bored for the part. Okay, well, we'll definitely be calling you to discuss next steps. In the meantime, feel free to stay and watch the others audition. Oh, and help yourself to the coffee and donuts on the refreshments table. Um, Queenie, do you have time for a quick question? Not quite yet, I don't, but I will in a bow. You'll be up on stage in a minute, little Dazzy Donuts, and so I'll take questions at that point. In the meantime, let's move on to our second audition. Who's up next? <laughs> Henrietta! Excellent, come up on stage. 
Now, which part would you like to audition for today? <laughs> the hair. Wonderful. Well, it's quite a demanding part, and I can't wait to see how you interpret it. I think we all have our own mental picture of the hair as a character, and so I see the challenge here being to bring something unexpected to the role. Okay, chicken, can you direct the spotlight on Henrietta, please? And I'll count you in in a three, two, one, action! And cut! Well, that was definitely an unexpected portrayal of the hair character, Henrietta. I'd really pictured the hair as being more about speed and less about sitting down and knitting, but it just goes to show you how different actors bring their own unique perspectives to a role. Thank you so much for auditioning today, and we'll definitely be in touch. Oh, I think it's my turn now, Queenie. Yippee! It is. Little Dazzy Donuts, it's your chance to get on the stage. Now you have a question, I believe. By any chance, do you want to ask me which part I think you should audition for? If so, the answer is definitely the hedgehog. You'd be perfect for the part. Well, it's very sweet of you to say so. But before I audition, can I point something out first? Of course you can. Every director needs to be open to challenges and questions. It's just that I'm a little stuck on the name of the script and the characters that you're auditioning for. It says here on the script that the play is The Tortoise and the Hare and the Hedgehog. Yes, that's right. I wrote it myself. It's an intriguing mix of styles. A sort of Andrew Lloyd Webber meets Steve McQueen meets Lin-Manuel Miranda meets Catherine Bigelow. That does indeed sound intriguing. But what has me worried is that the whole story appears to be about just three characters. A tortoise, a hare, and a hedgehog. It is. It's a romp through friendship and the overcoming of challenges by three lovely characters. Oh, are you worried that I don't have enough parts for everyone? Not exactly. The play sounds wonderful. It's just, I think it's going to be tough to make it work for the radio. I mean, you've picked three animals that don't exactly make much noise. So it feels perfect for a stage production or even a silent movie, come to think about it. But I'm just not picturing it working for the radio, where people are listening to what's happening and can't see. Oh my gosh, you're right. You know what? I've had this niggly doubt deep down inside ever since I wrote the script, but couldn't figure out what it was. And you've put your finger right on it. Uh, uh, okay, everyone. Little Dazzy Donuts has spotted the obvious flaw in Plan A, so can you please hold tight while I come up with a Plan B? Can I do anything to help while you're devising a Plan B? Actually, there is. Would you be willing to read another poem out, just, just to buy me some time? Of course I can. This next poem is called The Understudy, and is all about an actor whose job is to be ready to step in whenever the main actor can't act for some reason, like when they're taken ill. Here's the poem now. I'm an understudy, waiting in the wings, for the chance to take the stage and sing. Knowing one day I'll be told it's time to take the lead, get out and shine. And a thousand puzzle faces will all stare at me, this stand-in, up-and-coming wannabe, and mutter, where's the star we came to see? And just exactly who is she? 
Okay then, Queenie, how's it going with your plan B? Uh, not too great, I'm afraid. I'm thinking it would be best if I write a script that plays to the strengths of the actors I have, but I don't know enough about my actors. So what sort of characters they could do well, what sort of scenes suit their acting styles, that sort of thing. I think I need to get them back up on stage to explore their acting in more depth. That makes sense. If you know what parts they could play, then you can write a script that's perfect for each of your actors. Shasta, my friend, would you be willing to come back on stage for a second audition? <coughs> well, don't worry. The donuts aren't going anywhere. Okay, now, let's think about how best to do this. I know. I'll give you a set of emotions, and you show us how you can portray those emotions as an actor. So how about we start with happiness? Can you show us how you'd sound happy as an actor on the radio? <coughs> oh, that sounded a little happy, I suppose. Well, how about we try a second emotion? How about anger? Could you show us how you'd sound angry for the radio? <coughs> huh. I'm struggling a little to distinguish your happy from your angry, so let's try one more. How about you show us your sadness? Could you act sad for us, please? <coughs> okay, well, we learned a lot from that. For a start, I think we learned that you have a limited emotional range in your acting, Chasta, but don't worry, we can work with that. I'll just make sure to write a part for you where it really isn't crucial for the audience to tell if you're happy, angry, or sad. That sounds like a challenge, but I'll figure it out. How about you, Henrietta? How does your acting range compare to Shasta's? <laughs> oh, so you're not as good as Shasta? Um, <laughs> little Desi Donuts, I think this means that we need a plan C. I'll tell you what, while you think of a plan C, I'll read our final poem, which is aptly called Dear Writer. It's all about a writer who creates a part specifically for an actor. Let's see how that works out in the poem. Dear writer, I'm sharing my reactions to the news I heard today that you'd thought of me and wrote a part for me in your latest film or play. I initially felt quite honoured that you'd write this special role, but the more I hear, the more I fear that there's a story to be told about something I did long ago to make you really sad, or perhaps without knowing. I said something to make you really mad. I apologise for everything and anything I did that resulted in you screenwriting to typecast me as a squid. OK then, Queenie, how's it going coming up with Plan C? It's going really well. I'm confident that I now have a winning formula. After all, now that we know that our actors really aren't good at pretending to be someone else, we're only left with one option. Which is? Which is that we need to ask our actors to just be themselves. How could that possibly go wrong? I mean, let's face it. These actors spend their whole day being themselves. And so they just have to turn up and keep doing what they're already doing. They'll be perfect. But don't worry, I'll figure this out. A week is more than enough time to write a script, prepare the actors, rehearse a few times, and be ready to do it live on air for the whole town. Well, I definitely admire your optimism, Queenie, that's for sure. And while you start work on the script, I'll thank everyone for being at the club today. Don't forget that there are lots of ways to join in with the club. 
If you go to kidspoetryclub.com, you can read hundreds of poems for kids and poems written by kids. Plus, there's information on how to send your poetry and art into the club as part of the Space and the Sky competition. It's been so lovely to spend time with you. Thank you for joining me, Queenie, Chicken, Henrietta, and the acting superstar, Shasta. I hope you enjoyed yourself and hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. Join us again next week when we're back at the club after our road trip and so have a brand new episode complete with new poems. As always, let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed. Goodbye, kids. Until next time. This is Little Dazzy Donuts saying keep rhyming. Keep rhyming.